everybody, and welcome to the Sports Comedy Show. I'm Paul Salerno, the creator and host of the show. And this is another edition of Talk Radio. And today's theme is the World Series. So after I do sports recap, we're going to dive into the Fall Classic and have some fun with baseball. But first, episode 6 of our feature stories is out, and it's called Johnny Bets the World Series Part 1. Yes, it's a two-parter. Now, the first part isn't that long, but it sets the tone for the World Series as once again our star Johnny Rocket is in the sports book and looking to hit it big. Um, also, the neat thing about this is he makes a big bet on the World Series, but we don't know if he's going to win or lose, so we don't know how this story's going to play out. So you want to catch it now as the World Series is underway. Okay, now have you been to the website lately? I've got the World Series set to the homepage. Plus, I'm updating it before and after every game, so you want to check it out. The website is sportscomedyshow.net. Plus, if you're not on the show's mailing list, please, at the bottom of each page in the mailer, throw your email on there so you can get notifications when I send them out. And when I do that, I only send them out maybe once a week or every other week. I don't blow up everybody's email with a bunch of junk. So you want to get on the mailing list so this way you can stay updated to things as um, things move along. All right, let's get started with sports recap and see what's going on around the world of sports. Um, and it's not much. It's really now um, baseball and football. Um, let's start with football because we did have some Monday night football games that um, that happened we, since the last time I was on the air. And we had two games Monday night. So the first one we had was Kansas City and Buffalo. And uh, this was um, this was a game that I was ex um, excited to watch because I wanted to see how was Buffalo going to do at home against a really good Kansas City team. Buffalo already coming off a loss. They got they had their first loss, and now they come home, but they face a really good Kansas City who also had their first loss. Buffalo lost a tough one in, in Tennessee. And then really, that wasn't close. They got beat there. But now they come home, Monday Night Football. Um, the story here, or kind of the bummer, the bad part was the weather. Um, weather wasn't pretty. It was raining the whole game. Um, you know, we had to see Andy Reid, the coach of the Chiefs, with his, his helmet and plastic mask on. And, and I guess they really did find some liquid fog that kept it clear because it was a lot better than week one. Um, you know, I thought they should have put a windshield wiper on that thing. But anyway, getting back to the game in hand here, Kansas City takes this one down 26-17. Really wasn't all that close. It was pretty much all Kansas City. I mean, Kansas City came out and had the first touchdown. They, they had a 7-3 lead. Um, and then going into half, it was 13. And Buffalo scored before the half, so it was 13-10. So... It was kind of close at half, but then Kansas City opened up with another touchdown in the third quarter, and uh, then yeah, at that point, now we're looking at 20 to 10, and it was a low-scoring game. It wasn't going to be one of these barn burners, and because of the weather, 
And you could just see whatever Buffalo was doing wasn't working. And so Kansas City, uh, they just, you know, they traded uh, points in the fourth quarter. Kansas City grinds them down, wins the game 26-17. Buffalo, like I said, I was hoping to see this was a good test for them. Unfortunately, they did not do well. They, uh, they, lose, they lose the game, and now they're 4-2. They're still in first place. And the weather, I think, really, you know, made things much difficult. Kansas City won, you know, but for both teams. So uh, it wasn't the fun, exciting game. Um, Josh Allen, he only threw for 122 yards. He did get two TDs out of it. Um, but he wasn't able to crank it up the way he really wants wanted to. Um, Stephen Diggs, he wasn't able to hold on to the ball the way he normally has been. He did get six receptions, but he only got 46 yards. Um, Cole Beasley caught a, a touchdown pass and put in 45 yards with four receptions. Uh, but after that, they fell off. Um, Singletary wasn't able to get moving on the offense. On the other side, Patrick Mahomes, well, he found the end zone twice, and he had two, uh, 225 yards. And so he was able to put together some, some things that he normally does. Um, the running game goes to Kansas City in this one because it was Edwards Hilari. He had a couple big runs. Um, he busted the game open. He had um, ended up with 161 yards in weather like that. Well, when you when games like that and the weather are that tough, it is going to be the running game because nobody can hold on to the ball, so you can't pass it. So Edwards Hilari, huge day, 26 rushes, 161 yards. And uh, that was really the difference. Kind of a lackluster and boring game. And again, I'm going to write it off to the weather. But uh, it had to be played. And um, now Buffalo's got lost two in a row. And now we got to worry, well, are they that the really good team we thought they were at the beginning of the year when they won their first four? Or are they the mediocre Buffalo that we've known for years? We'll just keep an eye on them and see what goes on. Kansas City back under their winning ways. They're now 5-1 and one in the AFC East. Or, I'm sorry, West. Um, you know, they had their, uh, their shock loss at home to the Raiders, but they bounced back. So good for them. Let's move on to the other Monday night game. Um, Arizona winning to Dallas. Now, this was your real Monday night football game. The other game was an add-on, by the way. Um, and everybody was excited to see how was Dallas going to do because, if you remember, they lost Dak with the uh, bad injury. So it is Andy Dalton time. You know, there was a reason they picked him up in the offseason. Um, they, you know, they may have needed a good backup. And, well, they that's why they got him. And uh, he is no longer the backup. He is the starter. So Arizona comes in. And, um, you know, they've had a very, they're a good team. But they've lost um, two in a row after going 4-0. So everybody was looking for Cowboys Monday night. Jerry Jones was sitting up there all alone. Well, he had a few people to start with him at the beginning of the game. But then the game started, and it was not pretty. And it was not the big homecoming for Andy Dalton and that everybody was looking for in Dallas. And now some people are even starting to question, is Andy Dalton really going to be able to take this team and run with it? Well, I'll tell you what did happen was Arizona just blew them out. Um, our final here, it wasn't even close, 38-10. to 10. Arizona puts on the three first touchdowns in the second quarter, takes a 21 to nothing lead, 
and never looked back. Um, and the story wasn't how good Arizona was. The story was how bad Dallas was. They, um, Zeke t had two turnovers. Um, Andy Dalton, two turnovers or two uh, interceptions. And um, Arizona capitalized. Every time they got the ball given to them, they ran it into the end zone. So Arizona looked good. And um, they're a good team, you know. Um, Kyle, Kyler Murray, you got to give him credit. This, this kid's quick and he runs. Very different than Patrick Mahomes. He doesn't scramble, scramble all over looking for somebody open. He's got speed. He's going to roll out and run. And you don't know if he's going to throw it or if he's just going to take off and run. He, he's that good and quick. And that seems to be the new trend in the NFL is uh, get a, a, a running, a fast quarterback to run and gun. Um, the old days of sitting back in the pocket and make it happen, those are just gone. Um, so Kyler Murray um, was, was right in tune with what's going on in the NFL. He ended up with 188 yards um, and two TDs. So good, good performance for him. The big story, um, it was the rushing. And Kenyon Drake, he broke a couple biggies. Um, he ended up with 164 yards with two TDs. So the rushing game complements Kyler with his scrambling, um, and he's got his receivers. He's got Christian Kirk. He put a, he got a, two touchdowns and uh, had 86 yards. DeAndre Hopkins, you've heard me talk about him and what a still he was at the beginning of the year for fantasy because um, he jumped teams. Um, he had 73 yards and a couple receptions. Larry Fitzgerald. Uh, three receptions. There's only 22 yards, but it's just the fact that um, uh, Kyler has people to throw the ball to. Uh, another one, he's actually the running back, but that Chase Edmonds, um, he even caught the ball and ran it for, for a reception. So Arizona's mixing it up. They're doing good and um, excited to see it. Now let's talk about the other side of the coin. Well, Cowboy fans, <laughs> it was only one game. And there is some good news for Cowboy fans. Before we get to the good news, um, let me finish my train of thought on, well, Cowboy fans, it doesn't look pretty. And it's probably going to be a, a long year. Um, you know, Andy Dalton's numbers didn't look all that bad in the end because he did throw for 266 yards. He did throw for a, a TD. The hardship, though, were the two interceptions. And like I said, Zeke's two um, turnovers. And from there, they weren't able to recover. And, um, well, Cowboy fans, let me say it again. It's going to be a long season. But, remember what I said. There is some good news. And, yes, Cowboy fans, as bad as it looks, there's good news because you are playing in the NFC East. And how comical is that division? You know, I could just do a whole segment on the sports comedy show designated to the NFC East and how pathetically funny they are. Um, so Dallas at 2-4, and four, I believe, is in first place in that division. Um, everybody else with one win is right behind them. They're chasing them. But the bottom line is the Cowboys are in first place, and um, first place will get you into the playoffs. So uh, funny game, funny funny scenario. It, it, I don't like Dallas's chances going forward. In that division, I'm not even going to speculate who's going to win because they're all losers. It's just the way the the um, the, the balance of powers have uh, realigned themselves this year, and uh, they forgot the NFC East. 
All right, let's move into some baseball because the theme is World Series. And we are going to talk about what's going on in the World Series. The Fall Classic has begun, guys. And that is the Tampa Bay Rays and the Los Angeles Dodgers. They both made it. And last night was game one of the World Series. Very exciting. And um, it was... Uh, it was hyped up, excuse me, it was hyped up and to be a close series, although the Dodgers are the favorite, and everybody knows that. But um, the, some of the stories in the last day or two when they had their little break there, which was only two days, was, um, you know, the, the Rays, their, their entire staff um, is, uh, the price that they pay for them on the business side here is incredible. They made some good trades to get some good people, and uh, they did it very cost-effectively. If you take two big names from the Dodgers, you take Mookie Betts and Clayton Kershaw, their contracts alone are ridiculous. It's like $26 million or something. That equals the entire um, the, the, the entire roster of the uh, Rays. So what, it really is an incredible story for, for Tampa Bay to, to be in the World Series with such a cost-effective team. Um, and, you know... As we get to the World Series, as I look back at the year, and I, I am a big baseball nut, is there was only 60 games, as you're aware, because of everything that's going on. Um, they didn't play in a bubble, but they didn't have any fans. They're in the bubble now. But uh, the point I want to make here, were the Rays, the, the, the Rays were 40 and 20. And um, that's a pretty good story. Just for the simple fact that most teams were 500 because there was only 60 games and there was so much trouble and, and everything going on and, and everybody going into the playoffs were 500 baseball, which, you know, normally that, that it doesn't work that way. Normally there's teams that are way up there and way down there, but because of the scenario, only 60 games. But the Rays made a statement that, you know, this team, this cost-effective team can win games. And to, to have a 40-20 record in the American League – they were the best team. And even though as much as I wanted to see the Astros get to the World Series, the Rays were the best team in the American League because that's a really good record in 60 games. So they got there, and they deserved to be there. And then to complement this story just one step further, on the other side of the coin, look at the Dodgers. They were 44-16. and 16. That's remarkable. Okay, so they deserve to be there on the National League side. And even though the Braves gave them a, a big scare, the Dodgers had to put it into gear to come back from down three games to one. Um, the bottom line is you have the two best teams in baseball with the best record. The Braves were only 500 baseball. They were no different than everybody else. They just had some big names and jumped out quickly onto the Dodgers. But the Dodgers came around and did what they did. So as it turns out, the two best teams with the two best records um, that were clearly much better than everybody else are in the World Series, and that's rightfully the way it should be. So that's a, that's an interesting thing to look at. So let's talk about Game One. Our theme is the World Series, so we're going to talk about what happened because it was an exciting night of baseball. Everybody was looking for that pitching duel because what we saw was Clayton Kershaw is back, and he was going to be the starter. Back in a little bit shape here. He must have been in the massage parlor. No more. No more back spasms or anything like that. 
Oh, the massage parlor. I know, it's killing me too. I just had to say it. But anyway, goes up against Glass now, who uh, this kid's got an incredible, incredible split finger fastball. They keep showing the way he grabs the ball, and I don't know, he looks like an alien. He's got some really funky fingers. But uh, the ball comes at you 100 miles an hour. You don't know if it's dancing inside or outside. It's not a junk ball pitcher. He throws heat. But uh, when he move, when it goes that fast and you start you start um, moving it the way he does, it, it can be wicked. And so everybody was expecting the big pitching duel, and it did start off that way. Yeah, there wasn't no big onslaught early. Hell, the, the first runs didn't even come until the bottom of the fourth. But, yes, they did come, and the Dodgers decided to play long ball in the fourth inning, and they took a 2 nothing lead. And it all started with Cody Bellinger, who hitting a home run um, with uh, Max Muncy on base. Now, the story here, if you remember, Cody Bellinger won the Game 7, knocked out the Braves. But when he did that, he uh, after he celebrated, he popped his shoulder or dislocated his shoulders with the high fives and all the, the, all the celebration. He just, you know, something came out of place. So now he was, they were even questioning if he was going to play in this game. But he plays. He hits a home run. So now what happens? They can't do high fives. So they had to put their feet in and out and start tapping each other with their feet. And uh, it reminded me of something that we used to do when we were kids. Remember when we used to do this type of stuff? It was like this. That's right, people. Cody Bellinger hits a home run, and there were the Dodgers on the sideline playing the hokey pokey with the right foot in, the right foot out, the tap here, the tap there. I thought it was comical, so comical. I said, this is truly sports comedy, and only you're only going to hear it here on the sports comedy show. See how my show just connects with the sports in hand, and everything goes hand in hand? You just got to love it. Any rate, getting back to uh, our game and our story in hand here, um, Ballinger hits the two-run homer, and uh, the Dodgers don't look back. Um, Clayton Kershaw is the big story here. Six innings of, uh, of work, gives up two hits, only one run, strikes out eight. And uh, he had the Rays guessing, and, and they were guessing hard. He threw, he threw the heat, and he did what he did. You know, he... He's not perfect. He puts bait, you know. He gives. He gave up a walk, and uh, and um, uh, and um, Tampa Bay had a, a hit here or there. So they got base runners on. But when they get base runners on, that's when Clayton buckles down and he gets the necessary outs at the necessary times. And that's what he did. So for him to go six innings, strike out eight, he is the winner. And everybody, uh, the big story is, can Clayton finally win a World Series? Well, they're off on to the right start. He's off to the right start. This was a big win for him because it doesn't bring back those old jitters. Oh, he's terrible in the playoffs because he's had bad playoff games in the past. And uh, when you have that many, it's bound to happen. So we're glad to see see that happen for him. Um, Dodgers did break the game open um, in the fifth. Um, in the fifth inning, they scored four runs. And, uh, and again, it was, uh, who, do we get home runs in the fourth? 
It was all the base hits. No, that's right. There was all they had a big flurry in the fourth inning. In the fifth inning, I'm sorry. Dodgers end up with ten hits in the game. And in the in the fifth inning, you know, Kiki Hernandez brings in a, a hit, uh, brings in a run with an RBI. Chris Taylor brings in a run with an RBI. Will Smith gets a hit and brings in a run with an RBI. Um, so a lot of neat stuff going on there. What about the base running? Did you watch the game? Dodgers were very aggressive on the base path. Mookie, once Mookie gets on, he still makes things happen. He uh, stole second. He stole third. Um, I'm not sure who was behind him. Somebody, he, they did a double still. Dodgers playing very aggressive ball, and that's what it takes. That's what championship teams do. They don't, they're relentless. They don't give up. They don't stop. They don't wait for the big home run ball. They make things happen. That's what the Dodgers did. They blew it open in the bottom of the fifth, and then they turn around in the sixth, and Mookie Betts finally gets his home run. He, uh, I'm not sure if it was his first one of the of the playoffs. I think it may have been. He, he gets a home run, and he does have power. He's more than just that little pesky speedy boy. He's And also that guy who, who doesn't let anything go over the, the right field fence. He does have power, so he finally got a home run. Um, big to see there. Uh, Rays try to come around in the seventh um, with a couple hits, and they did get a couple runs, and and um, but not enough. Eight to three, first game of the Fall Classic in the books. Big blue wrecking crew, as I call them. Dodgers are on on top in this one. This is exciting, guys, and and I think you're gonna see some of Tampa Bay come around. I don't think this is gonna be a blowout. It's very different in baseball opposed to. Uh, basketball, um, where you can kind of realize that it's just, you know, it's all going to be a one-sided affair. But the Dodgers are playing really good ball right now. They're peaking at the right time to come back from down 3-1 to Atlanta to start the World Series off with an aggressive manner. Was it that Tampa Bay was a bad team yesterday? Just the Dodgers were the better team yesterday. So... Tonight, game two, it'll be interesting to see if Tampa Bay can come back and uh, make some adjustments, and they're going to need to. Um, now, the good thing for the Rays is they've got a hell of a pitching staff. So tonight, you got Blake Snells. Snells. Smells? No, he doesn't smell. He's Snells. It's actually dropped the S. It's just Blake Snell, but I think I like to call him Snells, and it makes me think of Judge Smells from Caddyshack, but we won't go down that road. Anyway, we got the Blake Snell. Going up against Tony Gonsolin for the Dodgers. Um, clearly, Blake's now the better of the two in the starting rotation here. So this would be a good opportunity to see if the Rays can get back into this one. Um, you know, their big story has been um, Randy, Randy Rosarina. Um, last night, he was not the big story, but he's been the big story of this playoffs for them. They're going to need him to get um, to to get crank it up a little bit. Um, they're also going to need to uh, to get need their big boy to crank it up. Try uh, Chi Man Choi. You know, I'm not sure why they pinch hit it for Choi last night. I would not have done that, even though um, they got uh, Braze got a base hit. I, I just it didn't make any sense why you would want to pinch hit for your your big power hitter when you have two men on base and you need a bunch of runs. I thought that was a terrible move, but that he got a hit. I still think it was a bad move. I don't 
do the Monday morning quarterback say, oh, it was a great play. They brought in a pinch hitter and he got a hit. No, that was a very foolish move in my behalf to, to take your best slugger out of the equation when you need runs and there's runners on base. But I'm not the coach. Um, and I've said this a few times, you know, if there's a few of you billionaires out there, let's go buy a team so we can implement Paul Ball and I can be the coach and we won't make those type of mistakes. Okay. Until that happens, we've got the sports comedy show and we're going to keep it fun here because the hokey pokey. The Dodgers are doing the hokey pokey. Who knows what happens tonight if Cody Bellinger hits another one. You're Once again, you're going to see the right foot in and the left foot out. And uh, I don't know, it'll sound a little bit like this. Yes, maybe we'll just get a little more hokey pokey tonight if uh, Cody Bellinger can hit another home run and the Dodgers got to play that game again. Okay, guys, that's our edition for today, World Series, Excitement Plus, Game 2 tonight. Uh, again, the website, hit the website, please. Um, I've, I've been updating baseball from the beginning of the playoffs. If you scroll through the whole page all the way to the bottom, you can go all the way back to the beginning of the first round, even that two out of three series. And I've got some good highlights and a, and a couple good funny briefs in there. So check out the website. And also pick up that last story, episode six. It's a short one, part one. So this way you know what's going on with our stars, Johnny and Lucy, as um, World Series uh, is heating up. And, uh, you know, they're going to always have a comical spin with those those two nutballs in the sports book. So keep an eye on that one. That's it for today. We'll catch you next round. Again, I am Paul Salerno. I'm the creator and host of the show. Have yourself a good day.